I think he's a health. I think he's a, a, a science and health pioneer. His old McDonald's diet, looking the way he looks, is phenomenal. He's a health pioneer. The way he's been able to change the conversation and the stigma around McDonald's and how it's actually it can be beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know about benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear. They rep a jersey, the vision is clear. Diamonds glisten like a chandelier. You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? What to do when they're hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. Taking an L, all I need is a win. This is his business, you know how they go. You playing the seats, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime, bitch, my butter blow. We know. back to another episode of the bench mob ent we are in the johnson state we're gonna start off with the man of the house cj cincinnati's very own in the building how you doing tonight i like that that's a nice touch right there i like it i don't care what you like y'all over here ruining my house already tone over here getting sauce on my on my uh whatever you call those plate covers Placement. 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 You need to come see my artist, bro. Nah, you need to come see my artist. I'm, I'm sorry. This who, who, is 3D. Oh, no. We're going to get to Greg in a second, but but let's, who's the animal better, though? They definitely can't Mine. see on the camera, bro. You're crazy. <laughs> you, got, you got a line here, though? If you were high, you got a line, got a line with a high and looking at my owl, you think it's real. Miles. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the court. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Miles, saucy down. Hey, uh, here we go. Not do here we go. Here we go. <laughs> not gonna do saucy Davenport. Y'all we crazy, watch, we watching the game. Um, <laughs> I call him saucy. That's crazy. <laughs> Real quick, we watching it. Obviously, right now, Boston is up. Um, wanted to start off with this because you know we still got to wait till this game is over, and eventually we'll talk about everything that's mm-hmm. happening with this uh with the finals. But Draymond, do you think at this point, like especially this point in his career, we've seen this over and over and over and over again with Draymond. Does Draymond have to learn to actually reel in the emotion? Or at this point, is it just kind of like you deal with it and it kind of, kind of is a positive for the team? Like, how do y'all view Draymond Green? I feel like you deal with it until... His... I'm going to need you to speak a little bit closer to the mic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you deal with it until he, you know... You start to see a decline in his skill set. Like defensively, he's still one of the best defenders in the league. He still sets the tone for the offense. So until you see a, a decline in some of those numbers, I mean, Steve Kerr knows how passionate he is, and I don't think you mind the passion when it comes to 
you know, playing because he's the heart of the team. But when it come becomes detrimental, that's when now you got to say something and be like, all right. Because if you think about it, they could already have that fourth championship if not for him losing it against Cleveland and, you know, the rest is history. So that, that too, though, like looking back at that, that just shows also where the NBA is at. Like, you know, if this is back in the day, him walking over LeBron isn't a suspension at all. Greg, you as a coach, man, you as a coach, how do you view Draymond? How would you deal with a Draymond on your team? You got to take, you got to, you got to take it as it comes, honestly, with a guy like Draymond, because what he brings to your team, it outweighs the bad. It outweighs the technical fouls. It outweighs the antics. It outweighs all the nonsense that comes with it. Like, and also, I feel like the Warriors, they need that on some, to some extent. They need a little bit of nasty. They don't really have a lot of it. You know, like, you know, you got the Splash Brothers, Jordan Poole, a bunch of pretty boys. You need, you need <laughs> someone like Draymond to come and get, get muddy the waters a little bit. And that's what Draymond does. Draymond brings that, that nasty, gritty, grimy energy to the team. And, and you do need that on some level. You need a tough guy. Every team needs that. As a coach, that's, you actually value it. I don't think Steve Kerr minds the antics to that extent. I think Steve Kerr minds the antics when it's inside the building. When it's inside the building, you mind that. But when it's happening, like it is right in front of us right now, like right there, that's a good thing. That's actually not bad. Like you, on some level, you do need a bit of that. Because um, you, you, you know, you, you need someone to wake your team up when you're not playing that well. You're down 14 points on the road to the Celtics. You, you need someone to come in and really make sure y'all wake up. You know, and he he provides that. He provides that energy. So it's not all bad. It, it, it's it's a little. It's, it can be annoying at times, but. Draymond, everything Draymond does, he does it with a purpose. He's a smart basketball player. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, Draymond knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's not like he, he's coming out here, you know, doing it for the, the sake of, you know, just doing it. He's doing it to get under their skin, get them off their game. And he does a pretty damn good job of that. You know, some of the things like when he puts his feet in Jalen Green's face the other night, right, when he's rolling over and he drops his legs right on Jalen Green's head, like that could be talked about as like some of the antics that are unnecessary, right? But People were trying to make Draymond Green seem like a, a freak when talking about, oh, he was trying to pull down Jalen Green's pants. He was trying to get up, plain and simple. So Draymond Green knows what he's doing. He knows how to get under people's skins and, and use it to his advantage and, and spark some energy. So I don't really see a problem with it, like Greg said, until it becomes detrimental to the team. If it's inside your locker room, it's a problem. If it's if he's fighting the guys internally, and in in, in definitely can be a bit of an issue. When he was going at KD – that's when it's an issue because you you know KD's not built for that. You gotta know your you gotta know your personnel. Okay, your KYP, know your personnel. You gotta know who you're talking to, what they can take, what they can't take. And sometimes Draymond does cross that line. But for the most part, it's good for your team if he's if he's aimed at the other team. Like they, Pat Beverly, the same way by the way. That was same conversation. Thing, yeah. Same thing. His his nonsense. But Draymond provides more than than Pat does. Draymond's a better player than Pat is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the other thing too that you gotta look into it is. The locker room, like, of course, everybody outside the locker room will have different comments, different viewpoints on it. But Draymond's teammates, Golden State loves it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they feed off the energy. Yeah. If it was ever a point where you got like Steph or Clay was in the, you know, the media, like, yo, Draymond got to chill. Like, uh, I mean, they're also still winning, too. Like, this uh, whole time he's been doing this, it's not like they've been a bad team. Like, if you're playing on, let's say, the, the Hornets and, you're not oh, yeah. playing well and you're doing all these antics, then you're not going to, yeah, it's, gonna, it's a distraction and you're not going to be there that long. But you mentioned the Hornets, so you know they're not winning. So, yeah, no. it's, not a, it's not allowed on the Hornets. Could have said the Knicks, too. 
Could have said the Mets. Yeah, he couldn't. The Nets are good. Don't, don't say that. We we were in the playoffs last year. Barely. This year. Really my ass. Could have said the Knicks. Could have simmed to the Knicks, the Knicks are a real example. We could have used them. Just saying that you couldn't. Y'all picking damn near lottery. I'm just saying. Oh, this it's been a couple years since we've seen y'all. Dag, Paul Pierce sweating right, like that, bro. Sheesh. Somebody not working out no more. <laughs> You mentioned the Nets. You mentioned the Knicks. Upcoming offseason, some predictions. We're going to go by some names. Where do y'all think they go? How much money do you think they deserve, right? A couple free agents. John Wall. Is John Wall playing again? What is he going? John Wall's a free agent or John Wall's a year left on his deal? He's got to be traded. He's got to be traded. He's got a year left on his deal, though, right? He's got a year left. Yeah, he got a year left. Nobody's going to. Trade for that much bread. He's not. He's not gonna get traded. He's gonna have to. He has to pick up his option. The, well, he can get traded, but he has to pick up his option. I mean, he'd be dumb. Yearly, he'd be, he'd be dumb, dumb not to too. not pick it up. Yeah, pick up your option, whether you're playing basketball or not. And if you pick up the option, he's not playing basketball in Houston. We all know that. The the hope then is that a team will pick up the expiring contract, like the Knicks. You know, because you could use the expiring contract. And when you're talking about rebuild, a team like the Knicks or a team like, you know, the Knicks could could do something like that. It makes a lot of sense. But in all seriousness, a lot of a lot of teams in the NBA could use that expiring deal. The Pacers could use that expiring deal to get off some contracts. You know, oh my God! So if he picks up his option, right? If he picks up his option, look at this, and he doesn't play, how how does that hurt him in terms of not playing basketball in two years? Doesn't really hurt him. He's healthy. He's in his money. He's healthy. He's but I mean, I he think wants it hurt, to play. It hurts him in terms of the next deal. What it what it yeah. does. The reason why it's bad that he's not playing is his next deal is going to be affected by it. You're not putting things on tape for two years. When you go to the content negotiating table with these teams, you can't negotiate for a certain contract because you only you only put tip stuff on tape from two years ago. Mm-hmm. They get to be like, yo, you can play ball in two years. We're gonna give you one year, five million. We'll give you a qualifying offer. We're gonna give you the veteran minimum. You know, you're gonna be our mm-hmm. mid-level exception guy. That's what we're looking at with John Wall. That's the next step for him. But until then, you collect your forty-seven million dollars. Because you know why you know it's gonna hurt a whole lot less if you made forty-seven M's the year before. Yeah, so that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow though, like Mentally, going from being one of the highest paid basketball players in the league to, you know, a team offering you a veteran's minimum. Yeah, but then he takes that one-year deal to show that he can still play, and then you get the whatever money someone's offering. Because, I mean, he hasn't really lost it. Like, he's still got the skills, and he's not as athletic as he He was with Washington. But, I mean, he's still better than most of the point guards in the NBA. Hmm. Interesting. Is he better than, dare I say, Russell Westbrook? Probably, yeah. I mean, I think he could shoot better than him. That's no, the thing. That's like not saying much. That's the thing. Like you said, though, we ain't seen any tape. So, John Wall's another one that when you look at the summer workouts, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see Wall and um, the season come. It'd be man. looking. It'd be looking different. He wasn't Didn't bad. Did he play with Houston? Yeah, he played with he Houston. Played with I'm not saying it was not bad that first he went to Houston. But I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the aspect you mentioned the shooting aspect. He'd be knocking down his, his shots over at Taylor Sports Group. And then you feel me? Like, John Wall is one of the – give me the Ben Simmons vibes when it comes to the shooting aspect. Like, it's not pressure. I don't know. You'd have to have him on the show to figure out what happened between Taylor Sports Group, IG, and the actual games. The jump shooting <laughs> don't be hitting like that. I think, I think he's a better shooter than Russ, though. And I don't, I don't think that's much to. And I know it's not. What, what, what are we comparing it to? Russ can't shoot. Russ can't throw a rock in the ocean exactly. if he wants to. So it ain't really the same. 
you know, like not a good comparison. Obviously, if you you know, being hot able sauce, to shoot ketchup, is the same, like, thing. same thing. What? It's like hot sauce, ketchup, like same thing. <laughs> Can't really compare the two. That's not that much of a difference. It's more your preference. Like, do you prefer John Wall? Or do you prefer Russell Westbrook? Both, I don't think, win you a championship. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think he's going to be somewhere the year after next for a one for a one year deal, mid level exception. That's what he, that's what we're looking at here. He's in the twilight of his career. Hopefully, he proves me wrong though. One yeah, name that is. How old is he? How old is that guy? He's like thirty-one. No, he's not. I John's not thirty-one. I. How old do you think he is? Uh, Dang, he's not thirty. Carmelo. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. All right, let's check. Thirty-three, thirty-four. Thirty-one. Miles headed on the head. Damn. Oof. He's been sitting out so long. He's a old head now. Yeah, I feel like he's old now. That's a that's a veteran presence in the locker room now. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't just guess thirty one mile. I didn't pulled up. He, he sat out one up. year and turned out turned into Udonis Haslam. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all know the player coach thing isn't really working for him. That's no. why we leave bag. He was over here telling Jalen Green to bust his ass every day. Wait, who? You saw Jalen Green. Oh, oh, you talking about John Wall? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I thought you were talking about um. No, nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> that would funny. That's wild. Um, a name that I really want to talk about that we know, we know he's gonna get a bag, and it's been some movement already, and it seems like Brunson is a Nick because mm-hmm. they hired Rick Brunson on the coaching staff, but then you got Mark Cuban saying, "Trust me, I'm going to open." the checkbook mm. to keep Brunson. Mm. Where do you think Brunson ends up and what type of bag is Brunson getting? I saw somewhere they were saying he's going to get more than what Fred got, which that's what I was looking at for him. A similar contract, you know, guard who put like a, a late round guard who proved himself and he can turn into a, a high level starter, but it's going to be with the Mavs. I think his best chance is, Getting it with the Mavs because I don't, I don't see the Rick Brunson move being a move they made to get Jalen, but I could be wrong. But do you but, want Jalen? No. Why? What do you mean why? I mean we spent all this this time developing IQ. I'd like him to get a shot at running point. Zach Zach did speak on IQ. Uh, we, I I like IQ. I've been saying I like IQ from the rip. Yeah, we but can run the tape back. I've been saying I like IQ. More than that guy Barrett. I've been saying yeah, that that's your, best, that's your best young gun. Is IQ. I've been saying that. I've been saying, and Miles knows it's true, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> you want to give him the young gun a shot. I get it. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuilding situation. So you don't want to bring a guy in and spend the money. I, I understand. It's, I get it. But I, I guess I, I think he's going to end up back in Dallas after hearing what Cuban said. You think he's going to get a deal around. Twenty-two to twenty-four million dollars a year, which is pretty damn crazy. Yeah, Van Vliet is at twenty-one a million a year. He's getting twenty-two, twenty-four million, but anywhere in that range, I think he's gonna get. And he's probably gonna get like a four, four-year deal. I'm sure it starts like around what Fred was getting. Yeah, what four-year eighty-five? Yeah. Hey, Jalen's gonna get. Jalen's gonna get damn near a hundred. It, it has to start at least. We come to the table. I need at least twenty-one, twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at least anywhere from that range, you can go twenty four tops. I and mean. he got the leverage too because if they lose him, imagine Luca next year without. <laughs> Stop it! He's imagine he's they got Dinwiddie. Imagine Luca next year with no Jalen Brunson. That's a lot he's going to have to carry. Uh, granted, Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming back, but I think Jalen. Br- I'm just 
No, I know what you're saying, though. You feel what I'm saying? Know, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm just saying Tim Hardaway. Yeah, he's you know, he not moving the needle for me. Yeah, I don't think he, he don't move the needle for nobody, honestly. But that's just another shooter, really, for uh, Luka to kick it out, too. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It work, he works in that system. Yeah. Everywhere else, it didn't turn out too well. He could work for some teams. But regardless, not, this isn't about Tim Hardaway Jr. It's like, I mean, J- Jalen Brunson, I think. Without him, yes, he, what you're saying would be a, it would be a problem for Dallas. It would be a big problem for Dallas. So I, I, I think he'll be back. I think they see his value. There's no big name free agent. I mean, unless they can get Zach Levine, which I know we're going to talk about him. Perfect transition. Yeah. So it's in the conversation. Zach Levine, Bradley Bill. There's talks that now Portland desires them in the trade. Not saying that it's going to happen. Not saying that it's mutual interest. If you Brad Bill or Zach Levine, do you call your agent like, yo, let's make this happen. I'm going to play with Dane. Or do you take that bread in Bradley's instance and stay in Washington? I'd rather stay in Washington than go to Portland. I don't think that, like, they're like a year or two from just completely blowing this up. Like, who's the coach right now? Chauncey? Yeah. yeah. I don't really see it. Like, they got rid of CJ. Dame's all that's left. I mean, Anthony Simons is nice, but that's who they should be building around right now. Like, get rid of all these older pieces that aren't going to be here in four years and try to reset. So for them to try to go and trade for Bradley Beal and Zach Levine, it doesn't make sense. I don't disagree with you. I just, I mean, uh, it makes sense if you're Portland because Portland needs to build around Dame and show me that they're serious about winning. So from that perspective, yeah, you should do it if you can if you're Portland. 100%. But Dame has that same blind faith that Bradley Beal has. That at some point, I don't fully believe Dame. I think Brad is going to stay for the money because Brad cares about that bread. Brad's taking his two hundred fifty million dollars and changing his family's life for generational generations on generations. He be, every time he talks to that young guys, he be saying he's straight. He lets y'all know he's straight. He ain't got to do this anymore. Everyone in his family could just be chilling. So it it means something to him to be able to be able to put his family in that position. And I don't blame him for that. Sidebar, right? With Brad. If you was in that, if you were in the player that he was yelling at, talking about S your stats. Would I mean, you, your, would it cross your mind to say, like, what about you in Washington, though? I would never say. No, no, no. Because that's how you, you're going to be playing for LeVar Ball he'll Elite. Play, he'll play in he's ball. trying to get, and it's only joking, obviously, but he, there's those kids all trying to get to where, where, where mm-hmm. Brad's gotten. So, so saying, you got to show out. Isn't there a situation, no. too, where if, if Brad doesn't stay in, in Washington and he. Leaves to go to another team. He's only eligible for like 179 million. Up to uh, oh yeah, million. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, take a big big hook. We we talked about it too in the past with Russell Westbrook when when Stephen A. made those comments about him. Like, honestly, you brought up a good point. Like, changing your fam- family's wealth for years to come, right? Not everybody is is in the league, and we've seen it day in and day out. Everyone doesn't care about winning the championship. You know, money talks, and that type of money, 250 million dollars can definitely convince someone to, to stay in one spot, especially a spot that they've been in and that they're comfortable with. Um that's that's crazy money right there. That ain't that ain't nothing to be played with. I think I think though what his his I get what he was trying to say with, you know, his speech, which it seems like he has one of those every summer mm-hmm. with his team and it ends up going viral. I think that's a little skewed though. And Greg, you could test to it, especially being in the AAU world and dealing with coaches at the collegiate level. Of course, winning helps, but you can't say, like, stats don't matter at all. Like, we've had this conversation, you feel me? Like, if you on a winning team and you're the eighth person, per se, on the team 
even if he was starting, you just averaging like three points, four rebounds. I'm sorry. You're not getting those goals. Stats do matter on some level. Yeah. Uh yeah, to some level, yeah, I agree with you. I think stats matter on some on some extent because obviously, you know, people are gonna look at your stats and be like, "Yo, how productive were you?" But I think tape is more important. I think what Brad was saying is absolutely right. I just being in the coaching shoes and coaching these kids, it's stats. You're not gonna go to college and average even ten points a game as a freshman. You're just not doing that. Like guys don't average twenty. It, the, the top few picks in this year's draft, Paolo and, and Jet and all them dudes. They didn't average. No one, none of them, none of them averaged over twenty points a game. There's like one guy here who does it, and he's like a nobody. I think this year is a guy named Peter Kiss out in Bryant. He did it, and people could fact check me on that. I think he averaged like twenty, twenty plus, and led the nation in scoring. But guess what? He's not doing going to the NBA. I, it, tape matters so much more. How you affect winning matters so much more because it, the reality is that the NBA doesn't need a bunch of bunch more scores. Every team has their guy for the most part now, you know, unless you're the Knicks. But every team has their guy to score and get buckets and be the guy of the future. But you know, like that's that's the way this thing goes. Like you got to be able to affect winning without you know touching the basketball, get a rebound, you know, get, get deflections, get on the break, make the right pass, throw an outlet. Like that's the way it works. Like it's about it's about that. In all seriousness, like you got to be able to affect winning. So I think the tape matters. I think the the your ability to affect the game without scoring the basketball matters so much more than being able to score basketball. I'm so I'm so much less impressed with people. Like, yeah, it's cool when you run into the guy who can score and, yeah, what could you do? But, like, are you going to make the right pass, though? Are you going to make the hockey assist, though? Like, do you – do you are you going to manipulate defense? Like, can you look off a guy and get literally look someone open because you looked off a defender and you, you got a corner three off that? Like, that's so much more impressive to me and to a lot of coaches. So, Brad's absolutely right. I think stats matter to an extent, yes, but – and people will look at it. But if they watch you play and they see you affect winning and they, you're a winner – that's going to matter to them so much more because winning keeps your job as a coach, a college coach, as an NBA coach. You keep your job by winning games, not having a 30-point game score. Ain't nobody give a damn about that. Nobody care about – coaches got fired when they when was coaching Michael Jordan early on in his career. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it don't make a difference. Like, when you – if all you're going to do is score, like, we're not going to win games regardless. It's cool. Somebody got to get buckets, but you got to get your team involved. It's a team sport. So, it's all got out there for a reason, right? Kind of way it works. That's the ball, kids. I agree. I just feel like it sometimes sends the wrong message because if we keep it a, a whole stack, coaches, and we've seen it because we've all been on on that level to play sports, and you know the politics and stuff that goes into it. The realistic thing, though, if you average, let's say you're on a winning team and you average, let's say, the eight nine assists and whatnot. I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I be feeling like the Paolos of the world and we, we see the Al, Je- Al Jefferson and all the players that's in the NBA. At one point, there were, in a high school, you saw the hoop mixtape was 27, 8, and 8. Like You feel me? Like on some At some point, some of these stars, some of these players, dang near every player on the roster, you go to say high school and like, yo, the 15th man on that Boston Celtics team was averaging 28. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, I really think coaches preach that message about making the right play, which I completely agree with Greg. I completely agree. Play the game the right way and things will work out for you. But sometimes coaches really do be looking at, oh, 
25, let me go check them out. That's, that's real. That's very real. That happens. I think it's all about situation, though. If you play for, you know, crappy high school team, you know, you may not, you may be called to do that. You may be called to go average 20-plus a game. And, and if the situation calls for it, yeah, have the ability to do that. Be a good enough shooter. Be enough, a good enough ball handler. Be a good enough finisher to be able to, to average 25 points a game. That's great. I, but at some point, it, it's so much more. Basketball becomes, turns into so much more than that. We play at a high level with players on the same level as you. You got to be able to do more than score the basketball. Because it's, it's just a low percentage chance you're going to be called on to do that. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, in the NBA, I mean, every guy was the man at some point. Yes. I mean, it, look at Austin Rivers, for example. Yeah, exactly. That high school mixtape was cool. Crazy. Yeah, but you also got to look at him now and how he's changed his game to play the basketball the right way and stick in the NBA. That's exactly what I'm getting at. You know, you're gonna have to change your role to fit in. Here's the here's the end. That's what I'm saying. And also, if you think about it, like (laughs) the guys who scored 25 points a game in high school and all that stuff, they they did it, but they understand how to play basketball the right way. They know how to make the right pass. They know some guys who scored 25, 25, 27 points a game in high school and AAU, and they don't know how the hell to play basketball for real. They don't know what basketball is. They don't know. Kind of move the ball. They just know to score. They just know to score, and that's cool. Like, all right, go play in a one-on-one league then. Go play in the men's league. It's cool, bro. You ain't about to play serious basketball with nobody. Just don't just know how to score basketball. That is such a small, trivial part of the game. It is scoring is just it's one aspect of the game that is you have to be able to do so much more, yo. You know, I set a good screen. You know, I do not do Iverson cut. You know how to yeah, come on, bro. Like, you know how to actually go through a set and like understand what you have to do and and how to play out of actions because now basketball is all action based, like. Come on, bro. For people who think I don't know basketball and who listen to podcasts, I'm talking over your head right now. I know that. Yeah. Way, man. <laughs> hey. We don't pay them no mind. The last person, as you kind of alluded to, that really was a top pick that was getting 20 points plus a game. Just going back to last year, obviously, we having this conversation in person. So nobody was able to go back and do history and whatnot. But the last from last year, Kay Cunningham. Yeah. Average twenty point eight points per game. Wait, that team top pick. No, I'm saying, I'm saying in regards. I know what you're saying. Cause Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know the top 15, 20 scores this year that's averaging twenty. I didn't see any names up there that's going to be a top pick. Yeah, usually that's the way it works. Cage is a very special player. Cage is a superstar because you know I play ball the right way. Trust me, Detroit got one. Detroit will be back up soon. It's coming. Him and Sadiq, hey, they're coming, bro. Sadiq, baby, really. Underrated. He so Detroit don't get on TV enough, but Sadiq Bay really he's good, bro. He's he, that's what pick they nice, got this year? Three, nice four. Yeah, they they should. They about to get Jet. Got run it up on the league. They sh- they should be all right. They about to get Jet or Paolo on running up on the league. DeAndre Ayton, Phoenix, obviously. That seems like a, a bridge burn. Where yeah. does DeAndre end Ayton end up, and what type of bag is he getting? What like twenty mil a year? All the money, the money. Yeah, I'd, I'd say eighteen and twenty a year would justify for him. I don't I think the center market is very good, and, and and you know I don't think the, and I don't think the free agent class, free agency class is very good. That might drop up his market a bit. Um, I think eighteen and 20, 20 M's a year, but I think for him, locate like areas he could end up. Chicago's looking for a center. They want to trade for Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I don't think they should do that. Dog, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, well, I don't they want more defense because you know Demar doesn't really play D. I get that. I get that. They want more defense. It's just Rudy. Last couple years, he's been complaining. He wanted touches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, fine. You you want some touches, but I mean, come on. 
You see what happens when you get touches, though. Like, that's not it's not your bad. That's not his game. He's also not a good perimeter defender. You get him to switch, it's over. I don't know. I mean, he has his value defensively. He's a defensive player of the year guy over and over again. He's probably done it twice, I think. Sure. We could talk about, you know, what makes sense Rudy, but with DeAndre, it's obviously a totally different game. So if the Bulls looking for a defensive guy, defensive anchor, maybe DeAndre's not your guy because that's not what he's about to bring to your team. He gonna, he's going to be a good offensive player for you, good offensive option, get the mid-range jump shot, you know, he'll, he'll be, run a good, damn good pick and pop. He'll be the black Vucevic. Yeah. you kind of going to be like a lot crazy. of offense. He's going to get you double-digit rebounds every night. And then on the defense side, like, you what you how mean? many times y'all came to the house and I had the Bulls game on? We was watching it back-to-back weeks. Like, yo, Vooch, they going to run a pick and roll and they right. run it. Four, five plays in a row. Yeah. Pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Get Vooch in the pick and roll, pick and roll. That's going to maybe get a little bit more athletic version of Vooch, but we'll see what happens with Aiden. You talking about Aiden? I think the Bulls, Dallas in a signing tree, Bulls in a uh, Bulls also potentially signing tree. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other locations that can make sense. It's tricky. There's not it, the center market. Suck. Like, it, who else needs a center out there? Bulls. Pistons don't have a center. The, the Pistons, you think they're going to go out and come out of pocket for him right now? Maybe. I think they're in the market for a center. Okay, let's put the Pistons in the running and get Kate a guy. Get Kate him in a pick and roll. Kate, yo, Kate's hitting that guy eight, eight to ten easy buckets a game. DeAndre will be a career, have a career year with that guy. Um, not that, you know, you play Chris Paul, you should have to be spoon fed easy buckets, and he was. But I think with Kate, it could work real well too. I like that. I'm all for making Kate, you know, pushing Kate to this MVP conversation within the next three, four years. That's where I'm at with it. But we'll talk about that later. You think Cade is in the next three, four years could be in the running for MVP? I think Cade in the next three, four years could be a guy we talk about being a top ten player in the NBA. Three, four years. That's, that's how special he is. All right. I mean, you know, we we're not talking about we're not talking about RJ Barrett. We're talking about Cade Cunningham. We're talking about a special young player. That's the yeah, standard. That's the standard, though. I just need you to understand the standard, bro. The standard yeah, I have right, for you. Right? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not. I'm looking at Miles, and Miles is like sheepishly smiling as I say this about Cade. Yo, this is the standard. Cade's the standard. So when you when I when I slander a guy like RJ Barrett, just understand that my standard is Cade Cunningham. And then go watch Cade Cunningham play, go watch RJ play, and you tell me what you see. And if you tell me anything other than what I'm talking about, then you don't know basketball. So are we gonna talk about him next week too? Who? RJ. When we're talking about the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> or what? <laughs> yeah. So we talking about money. Perfect transition. Two players that are in a contract dispute, trying to figure out their bread, is Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I'll start off by saying this, and y'all can take it wherever I want to take it. We can start off talking about Lamar. If I'm Lamar, and I was telling this to Chris before the show started. If I'm Lamar Jackson. I'm his mother. If she's the one that's handling the, these negotiations, I need Deshaun Watson money. I need Deshaun Watson money. I have an MVP. I don't have any problems with any masseuse. I'm great in the community. In the community, I've been a model citizen since being in Baltimore. I don't give y'all no problems. Y'all don't never have to have, oh, yeah, we got to figure out how we're going to spend this in the media. Make I don't give y'all no problems. The only time I've even expressed frustration is when I traded Hollywood Brown. I need Deshaun Watson money. 
Yeah. What do you think, Chris? I think it's a fair ask. Yeah, I mean, the table is already set for him. You just saw what, what Deshaun got, everything fully guaranteed, 230 M's. And now he's still dealing with all this backlash, and he may not even play next year. So the table is definitely already set for for uh, Lamar Jackson. But I, I still find it hard to believe that he doesn't have an agent, you know, managing these discussions, that, that his mom is in a, a position to – to manage these uh, conversations. And I feel like if he doesn't get what he wants, if he doesn't get that deal, it's because he didn't have an agent representing him the right way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that may hurt him in that sense. But in terms of what he do, he's done in the league, like you said, he's already an MVP. He's tied with Cam Newton for, uh, you know, the most, what is it, the most uh, throwing three or more touchdowns in a game while rushing 100 yards as well. He's done a lot for this league, and and we all talked about how how he plays may not be sustainable, but he's proven that right now it's sustainable, and he's doing a damn good job at it. Defenses can't plan for him because he's just going to run by you. He's, he's going to evade the pocket, um, and he improved his throwing last year. I know he had a you know some injuries that put him out and had Tyler Huntley in, um, but Lamar Lamar's a a special talent. You know, he's the, the second coming of Michael Vick. He's bigger, faster, and he can just do a lot. And if he can sustain that, mm-hmm. he deserves all the money in the world. Greg Miles. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm rubbing my eye. Literally, it was like a little gnat just happened to go literally in my eye. So You said I bugged up here, bro? Come on, what are you talking about? Chill. I'm done up. I'm done up probably for the rest of the show, but y'all go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> About to sue you for damages. About to sue for that pasta sauce. <laughs> yo, yo, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think Lamar could, it's a realistic asking price. You it, Look, the way it works is you reset your market, right? The QB resets the, the last one who gets in the deal resets the market. That's the way this thing works. So when Deshaun goes out there and gets a $230 million deal that's fully guaranteed, and he has a whole uh, sex assault. He has a million t- sex assault cases on his on his head, yeah. and still gets that bread. Yeah, it gives it gives other quarterbacks a lot of leverage, and that's why the owner of the Ravens, I believe, right after Deshaun signed that yep. deal, he he said like, yes, he did. you know, this is a bad thing. Like, this is a bad thing for the league. I think this is a bad precedent because why? It's your quarterback is up for a deal right now, and he, you know exactly what his asking price is going to be. Now Deshaun's gotten this deal with multiple civil suits on his head and even criminal charges on his head right. that he did beat. But guaranteed still. and guaranteed, bro. That's the thing. I know Baltimore, yeah, that's going to hit different. They got to pay him, though. Guaranteed, bro. That's what I'm saying. They have to pay him? Yeah. Do we really think they're going to do it, though, you think? Well, no, I'm not going to give him that guarantee. Yeah. He's he, not going to be fully no. guaranteed. Because then, then you're putting yourself in a position to – not have money to spread elsewhere for the future, and it's just gonna come I mean, back to bite you. What was the Holmes deal again? I'm sorry, it was five like years, ten years, yeah, ten years, like five hundred, ten years, five hundred, yeah, ten years, five hundred million. I think. Like so I think thirty, five fifty. Deshaun's deal wasn't as long term, but it made him the highest paid quarterback for annual yeah. over the annual because it was like five years, two thirty. That's what it was. Yeah, so yeah. just more money per year. That's but the, that's the thing, like you said, they, to me, soon as soon as they mentioned that conversation, like, yeah, we're not. Hey, hey, Lamar, we want to be able to spread around the money. I don't want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's that's for y'all to figure that out because mm-hmm. y'all still ain't giving me no weapons. Y'all just trade away Hollywood Brown. Don't talk to me about, no, we got to spread the, 
no, that's not my job. Y'all, y'all pay people here to figure out how for us to get under the tags, under under the cap. Y'all got y'all have some accountants here. Had them figure that out <laughs> and come back to me. I right. need my bread. Deshaun Watson got this type of money. I need I need the Deshaun Watson type of bread, and I think he's one of the few players in the quarterback position that can actually ask for that. Deshaun ain't played in two years, and he got that bread. I mean, we all know that Deshaun deal was made out of desperation. Because uh, completely, this team yes. is. Yes. Everybody was talking about Super Bowl last year, and then all of a sudden Baker, Baker is just. Got he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. So then now they're like, you know what? Deshaun is out there. He's a much better quarterback than Baker. We can make this trade now and guarantee our our footing in this league for the next five years. But out there, Baker. It was knows. it was desperate because you don't even know what his future looks like right. in the NFL. So it's tough. That's why that's why you the Ravens future in the NFL models. They gonna get suspended for the year. Be back next year. They'll be without him. They'll have Jacoby Brissett run it up, and they'll they'll be average. And then next year they'll have Deshaun back. Deshaun will be back, especially with the Texans being implicated in this whole thing. The Texans being implicated I, in the case. The I Texans think, knowing about this. Texans providing him with a place for him to get these massages and paying for it and paying for it on a lot of occasions, giving giving him the NDA to keep this stuff under wrap. So hold up, the public perception is not going to force its way in here, and all of a sudden now it's like... Since when does the NFL care about public, public perception? When do they ever care about it? When does it think, ever matter I think this is the, this, the optics really is going to... You know, like, force if it keeps, if it keeps If it keeps getting more stuff piled up on like this, that we coming out with the New York Times article, I think it could extend past the year. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. Because it's, right. getting, it's looking... Women's rights are human rights. <laughs> I hate you. I'm definitely not... <laughs> Yo, I hate this guy. I definitely am not saying that women rights don't matter. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, we know the NFL. We know the guy. We know the culprits here. We know the people that are involved. And the NFL has never cared about anything besides their bottom line. That has never mattered before. But that's where never. That's where I think the optics of how it's looking. It will affect their bottom line if they don't do at least. Yeah, I believe you want to see it. You guys couldn't stop watching football for nothing. There's nothing that people weren't, weren't willing to stop watching football for. I believe it when I see it. I, I'm interested in this. Let's do, let's do a case study. Hey, look, I'll keep it a buck. This is a big deal because white people are mad. So it's a big deal. When black people are mad, it doesn't matter. Let's just keep it a buck. White people are upset. And so we'll see how this whole thing pans out. He's going to get suspended for maybe over a year. I get it. And, you know, I think the Browns are going to ha- you know, have to – Deal with it. They're gonna have to hold their nose. You think this is just a white people thing? I think I think no, women, no, no. I think women are upset. No, Chris, I don't mean that. What I mean is, I knew someone. I knew. Someone, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. God, there's somebody listening to the podcast who goes, "What do you mean, white people? I'm I'm Indian. I'm mad." <laughs> <laughs> no, like yeah, no, no, no. Like I get it. Like I yes. Why you use that voice though? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop, stop. no, no, no. I think you everybody of all races and creeds and religions will be upset. I get that. I'm saying the fact when white people get upset about something, though, stuff moves. Stiff stuff moves. Like things start to happen. All right, that's what I'm saying. Like you want to move the needle, white people gotta get mad first. If you talk about anybody else, particularly black people, if they get mad about something, like we were with the Colin Kaepernick situation, ain't nothing happened. Ain't nothing really changed. The fact of the matter is, too, no matter what suspension he gets, people are still gonna be like, "That's not enough." Or yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, the NFL can't win here. They already screwed this thing up. It's already screwed up. And, and the NFL doesn't care enough. 
at minimum, it's got to be. I mean, if women had to quit their jobs because this was so traumatic, then that's where now you have a you have to have a deeper discussion about how to approach this. Mm. And the NFL's got deep discussions. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Greg. We're just I just think this is the one instance where we're going to see it happen because the the more the more. Like we're not talking about it was originally 20, 21, 22, 23. Now it's 24 civil lawsuits on this man's head top. And I think it's going to be what is really going to be where it has to be at least a year because now all these other people are implicated in it. The text of it. This is literally like Nino Brown. So what's the what's when the Deshaun goes down? It's going to be so many people that's going down. Okay, well that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, so then you think the Texans are going to face some kind of punishment here? Yeah, because definitely. Oh, what what will be a draft pick? Two hundred thousand dollars. It won't be anything that is worth an actual punishment, but right. it's something that's going to happen. Right. You're going to see. Uh, they lost twenty twenty three through twenty twenty four. Their first four round pick. Some something that is not going to really actually do anything per se that'll hurt them like right you, you guys are implicated in this and it, from all accounts it sounds like you guys were 100 percent aware of what was going on and y'all kept it quiet so this man said he didn't want to play for y'all mm-hmm. so it's like all right cool keep doing your thing Najah. we're gonna give you the nda we're gonna help right. you mm-hmm. try to fix and cover this up oh you want out hey roger get down Deshaun been up to some stuff that's exactly what happened all right and we said that in real time. I think a lot of people were saying that. Yo, like, the timing of this is weird. He asked for a trade. Boom. Day later. Oh, Deshaun, Deshaun likes to get his, his gooch touched by women in, in massage therapists. What you call it? Gooch. <laughs> yeah, <all> right, bro. <laughs> so they, they said he was getting down in, 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 a, in a, a baby, a happy baby pose asking girls to, to lick his gooch or whatever. He was wild. <laughs> His I'm stuff sorry. was wild. It was going. It was going. Miles, I swear, bro. It was going. I read the, the article. Way, I read that. You didn't read it yet. It was going way past nipple gear. Like, way past that. <laughs> yo, Come on, yo. Come on. Y'all, he's a fuck. There's really no topic to our limits. Ah, man. But back to what we was talking about, though. So we already touched on Lamar. What y'all think about this Kyler Murray situation? Contract still hasn't been done. Don't get it done. But that's the thing, though. He hasn't really done enough in the NFL yet to where he can, you know, make a stand. He'll make a hard stand. No. Because he's, one, he's still on his rookie deal. Comparing Lamar and Kyler, Lamar has more say in his, you know, new deal than Kyler does right now. Because even though Kyler, yeah, this team wouldn't be where they are without him. Without DeAndre Hopkins, he's, he's okay. Oh, he's cool. Oh, I can't co-sign that. He's cool. Okay, I co-sign it. I can't co-sign it. I co-sign without. Yeah, De- he's not cool. Okay. Well, right. when Deshaun Who's Watson cool had that cool. same situation, Derek Carr is cool. Derek Carr is cool. Kyle Murray is far past cool. Kyle Murray's like, Kyle Murray's like, he's that dude. Kyle Murray's that dude. Bro. He's a notch above cool. He's that I dude. He's that dude, bro. He's All right. He's we'll see. Dude. We'll we're gonna see. Because now yeah, his pretty, number one is Hollywood Brown right now. Because DeAndre Hopkins is out for the first five okay. or six games. It'll work. Six, six games. Six games. You right? got Rondell yeah. Moore. He's got a bunch of targets. He's got Zach Ertz. He'll be just fine. Throwing, a little guy throwing to more little guy. I don't see it. Oh, I don't see it happening. <laughs> a Yo, you know he's a special talent. The he's way he special. can move around that pocket. He's special. You treat him like special. he's Pablo from backyard football. He is Pablo. 
He is Pablo. Pablo Escobar. He's he's all that. He's all that. He's special, bro. He's special. Kyle Murray is special. I think that he doesn't. I know. Top I ten get quarterback in the league. What you say? What you say? Top ten quarterback in the league. Easy, easy. He's better than Dak, and what Dak get paid? He's bread. far better than Dak. Bread. And and he's going into what? What? It's the fourth. What what, what year? He's, of his year, it's year three or he's four. going into his fourth or year. Of his four because I think Kyle, no, Kyler and Daniel Jones are the same class. The year four. Yeah. So he's going to the fourth right, year of his contract. Can we go down this list real quick, though? We got what we rank Pat Mahomes. Okay. We got for no order. Pat Mahomes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You put it, who else up? Right? Josh, Josh Allen, Rodgers, Thomas, Thomas, Burrow, Pat Rodgers, Joey B, Joey B. We got my man from San Diego, Herbert. Her- Her- Herbert, for Herbert, sure. for sure. Oh, oh, Herbert, 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 Jay Herbo, that boy's special. Herbo. Herbo better. Jay Herbo better than 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 Burrow. He better than Thomas. Who else is he better? Th- Thomas Brady, by the way. He's better than Kyler Murray. He's better than Kyler Murray. Yes, easy. Yeah. You can't, easy. You can't say right, so you can't you got, say he's better than Tom five, Brady. Tom he's Brady. everything that Tom Brady's done. Maybe he's now, better than that maybe right now. He's better than that Wash Man right now. I'm taking yes, Jay Herbo. Okay. I'm taking Jay Herbo over most everybody in the league. Tom Brady. All right, so we got five right there. Jay Herbo for president. What's your other five? Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Um, you said Kyle already? No, nah, I didn't put Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle probably next. Kyle yeah. next. So Kyle seven. Next. Kyle, Kyle seven. Um, Russ, three more. Russ is not oh, Ru- oh, Russell Russ. Wilson. Oh. I'm, t- I'm taking Kyler over Russ. Russell's so corny. I'm putting him. At, I'm putting him at fifty. <laughs> I hate these videos. I'm talking. Matt Stafford's I'm talking like that. That's raw. That's raw. Yeah, I got. That's raw. Uncles. That's raw. They sound just like right. <laughs> He was that a few times, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it bothers me much. I said to Ariana, I just started cringing. She's like, ew, why are you talking like that? So, y'all putting Stafford in that mix? Yes. Yes. Stafford? All right, who's the last one you would say top 10? Maybe maybe that closes out at 10. Although, is there someone I'm forgetting? You said Ross, so I think we're good. I don't I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. I think Dak might hold out. Josh Allen, I forgot. Nah, oh, we no, said it. We said it. We said no, Josh no, no, Allen. No. We did not yes, say Josh did. Allen. No, not when I'm going down the list. Nah, no, we, we did not, bro. I said him right after you. Yo, said Yo, okay, let's stop. So this is more. This we need to make this more clippable. Okay, we're making the tornadoes like too hard. Okay, let's do this now. We're gonna do. We're gonna clippable. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. Okay, no order. No order. Josh Allen, Mahomes, Thomas Brady, Jay Herbo, Justin Herbert. You're not making this easy because you're saying all these nicknames. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. He can put and and, and Tom's a genius. He'll put, he'll put clips. He'll put like little pictures. Right, go ahead, folks. Yeah, as I'm saying, here, full, full their pictures of their heads. You just destroyed the clippable moment, by the way. All right, <laughs> go, go again, go again. Damn, Mahomes, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Jay Herbo, Jay Herbo, Justin, uh, Burrow, Joe Burrow. That's uh, eight. That's eight. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Right, Derek, Lamar? De- Derek Carr or Dak? Yeah, we said Lamar. Derek Carr or Dak? No, I wouldn't put Derek. He's top 15. Derek Carr better than Dak, though. That's what I'm saying. Carr, you, no, no. Because you said close it out with Dak. You can't close it out with okay, Dak. Derek, we, okay, facts. So we, 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 so I just, I came to my senses. Who, who's at, who's at 10th spot? I thought Cam Newton was in there, right? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> though. That's funny, though. That is funny. <laughs> nah, that's a full circle moment, though. That is a full circle I moment. Just, Damn. That just hit me. <laughs> He's the, he's the ultimate. Yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. <laughs> he's the ultimate. Yeah, that's some bullshit last year. 
Yo, it's a complete sidebar, bar, right? Uh, a complete sidebar. Aaron Donald got his money. Look at that nigga that serious. <laughs> Aaron Donald. And I gotta give I gotta give credit for Miles for that. Miles will troll you and have a straight face. Uh, that was mad funny. And he's joking the whole time. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh I didn't yeah, catch I on. Didn't say that last year that he was gonna be a top ten quarterback. And I think it was literally at your house too. I this full it, circle moment right there. Circle, Aaron he Donald got his back. money. Aaron Donald isn't retiring. Big, big money. I think that's huge for defenders Three. on the defensive side because like 32 mil. Now it shows for the defensive side, they can get paid big bucks also. And it doesn't have to be the quarterbacks that are the only ones that are getting these big bags. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Complete sidebar. Who do you think? Just throwing it out there. Who do you think is the next defensive player to get? That big type of contract. I don't see anybody getting Aaron Donald money, but being that this was a record-breaking deal and a huge deal for the defensive side of the football, what's that next defensive player that should get that type like of Michael big Parsons contract? Or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like new generation guys. Yeah, Bull from Washington, the DN. Oh, Chase Young. He's not that good, by the way. He's not that good. He's in year two. Chase Young is overrated. Maybe he's like uh, I've watched him. One of the I, I watched him numerous times a year. That guy, that bull is overrated. Chase Young. Chase Young is overrated. He ain't getting that kind of money. Well, Nick Bosa is gonna get paid. Oh, yes, he will. T.J. Watt maybe too. When he re yeah. I thought she was on wild. I know what she was on. <laughs> yeah, I know. As soon as Bosa was mentioned, I knew. I already know what road you're going down. That boy like a big, like a big, a big check to the NRA. <laughs> Who else? I mean, Come on. if Parsons keeps putting so up numbers man. like this, then he could be in that same combo because he's what a linebacker, edge rusher, hybrid, hybrid, yeah. So he can do it all. Player. And he plays for the Cowboys. Jerry Jones is going to have to pay him double what Zeke is making. Jerry, Jerry not going to want to pay him like that, though. Jerry cheap. Says rich as he all is. Right, well, he's going to be uh, – I'm not going to say that. <laughs> he can be cheap. We'll leave it at that. He can be cheap. No, nah, bro. It's. I think, yeah, I think Michael Parsons is the, is the easy candidate for this. We're talking about a new generation of players. I don't know who else you could talk – J.C. Horner got off to a great start this year before he got hurt. J.C. Horn could be a guy that's in that conversation eventually, but, um, but you know, Jalen Ramsey has a, a stake in this. Cause, I mean, seeing what some of these corners are getting paid. Uh, you gotta, and you gotta hold their breath on Jalen Ramsey talk, though, because we saw him get burned up a couple times. He got cooked up. Don't say a couple times. He was a fajita, times, he was a fajita last year. T. That boy was a fajita just... last year. It was crazy. He was getting fried. That boy he was a Chaser. fajita last year? He was a fajita going in off the playoffs. Like a couple clips. Yeah, he, he a fajita with a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he is. That's fair. But he was definitely getting cooked, fried up all crazy. Everybody, crazy. everybody can't be Darrell Revis. Right. That's fair. But the way he talked, he, he sounded like he's over Darrell Revis. All oh, Steph's going Steph again. Steph doing Steph things. Pointing at the sky, thinking, God, mid-game, you're in trouble. He started thinking, yo, thank God Steph is top five. Bro, he be thinking God from his every point. Stop. Yo. It. No, when, when Steph started thinking God, you're in trouble. So right, yo. yo, the thing that's crazy, since you brought it up, too, Low key, Steph has been actually he's shown up this final so far. Yeah, we only we only three games in. He ain't playing nobody. He ain't playing nobody. <laughs> it's the same team that just swept the Nets. No, it, the Nets look. That was a fluky series. That was a, that was a fluky, fluky series. series. Can if, you if, look like if 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 uh no, please please. You're not getting no foul if, if, 
if Dribble Umar didn't take the whole half year, half, Umar. Take, take the year off, then we would have we would have beat them. Uh, but come on, bro, you know. I think Dribble Sebi. I think if Game One didn't go how Game One went, that would have went six or seven. I'm saying, I'm saying, we kept beating them guys. We, we're actually gonna take was, care of them. I was saying it was gonna go six or seven. Y'all still would have got got up out of there, but it would have been six or seven. And if, next year we want we on everybody heads up. We'll let you know. Why still? Why are you reaching? Yeah, well, we know we don't play defense, so we don't got to talk about that. Oh, did they give him a three-pointer on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to speak on that. What were we talking about before this, though? We got sidetracked. We were we talking about who's going to be the next big De- name. Defensive player. Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau. Come on, bro. Next he, big name guy. He hasn't played an NFL game yet. He just, it just feels right. <laughs> it just feels <laughs> like right. this feels This feels like my, Michael Strahan all over a goddamn game. Uh, That's oh, what it feels like. Michael Strahan? It feels like Strahan, bro. I feel, it feels, he had that energy. I need something right, bro. Strahan, bro. Take with a grain of salt, folks. It's the same guy who said Danny Dimes would take a Josh Allen-like leap. It can happen this year. And he also said it last this year, year, full circle moment, that the Giants were going 10-7 last year. Whatever, bro. This guy, it could happen this year. Don't crush your team like that. It could happen this year. I'm just saying that Dan Jones. I, I don't think we're going to be any good, but I think Dan Jones could be is going to be a much better player this year because he's under better coaching and a better offensive line. They said Evan Neal when he put when Evan Neal put his hands on somebody, they they fold. You know, I know I know Miles will nothing about that good offensive line play, but we got a better line than y'all. That's, what's that saying? That's like saying you got a better jump shot than than Russ Westbrook. You can go shoot. You can go out shoot Russ Westbrook right now. <laughs> I can shoot with that dude right now. You're gonna make more shots than him. And you ain't shot a basketball in damn near four years. Four years. <laughs> but still. Sidebar, we're gonna we're gonna end off with greatest athletes that have never won mm. a championship. Mm. You mentioned Russ. We talked about it on the show. I predicted it. Russ is staying in LA. Is it safe to say same result for Lakers next year with Russ having to stay? I don't think so. I think it should be different because you'd have to hope that AD can stay moderately healthy. You'd have to hope at this point. With a, with a healthy AD, right? And LeBron. With a healthy AD, healthy LeBron, year 20, year 25, whatever it is for LeBron. It's not, that's not a concern. We know he'll show up. With Russ still in that mix, do we really see ultimately a different result? He's going to have to buy in to whatever – LeBron wants them to do. I feel like he tried to do that this year, though, and it just didn't work because that's not what he's used to. He ain't tried nothing. I don't it's, think he's he ain't tried nothing. nothing. Russell yeah, Westbrook was horrible. Try. He didn't try anything. He was horrible at basketball. He, he sucked. He sucked, period. Yeah, he, every time he touched the ball, it was a damn turnover. So he didn't try nothing. There's nothing he tried. I don't even like hearing that. He didn't try anything. He used to, he used to try to go be better, a better basketball player. He used to try <laughs> to work out and actually get substantially better at shooting the basketball. He used to try to make shots, try and turn the ball over. Do the simple things first. Be a good basketball player first, and then things can actually trend upwards. But if you're going to suck, then there's no conversation to be had. He was horrible. He was the worst player in the NBA last year. He was horrible. He was horrible. Let's just be honest. I don't like the Russ. I don't like the Russ coddling. Why are we coddling this guy? Could he light skin or something? Is that what we're coddling him? I know we get the light skin privilege thing. Is that what it is? If Steph was ever this bad, I'd hope that we would be hard on him. I tell you one thing right now. I'll be hard on you, Steph. If you if you suck like that ever, ever in your career, I will be hard on you. I'll do that. I'll do it for everybody. But that's I the agree. thing. He has one skill that Russ doesn't have. No, I'm, I'm, Steph's not really in this conversation. No, I'm joking. I, I agree but, with Chris though. I really do agree with Chris though that he did try. The thing is, 
which is what we've said on the show, though. This was bound to not work, period, because Russ is not ever been, probably will never be okay and be able to play as second, third fiddle. And that's when I, when I say try, I'm saying he was trying to fit into their system in the way that he wanted him to play. I'm not saying that excuses his turnovers or anything like that. Can I just say something real quick? Go ahead. I know Antonio's on what he's, he's going to do. He's going to take a clip of me saying that Russ is the worst player, worst player in, the, in the NBA. He's going to piss off a bunch of people on TikTok and on social media and all that. And they're not going to listen to the podcast. They're going to say, this guy's an idiot. I mean, Russ was the worst good player in the NBA. Like, the worst, like, you know, like, the worst post, good I'll, player. I'll post that part right here. He was the worst, like, good guy. Like, you know, like the guy you expected to be good, but he just wasn't. Like, in that conversation of being an all-star, the worst that in that caliber. He was the worst player that. There were actual serious expectations. Pulse whatever gets us views, by the way. I can take this like I can take the bulls and arrows. I'm like some people on this podcast. Oh, you holding your tongue? Uh, I, I heard you. I heard that. I can take the bulls and arrows. I ain't scared. Of, I ain't. I ain't. What? I'm not scared. No, of, I'm not scared want, of Jimmy Kentucky. I didn't want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're what's wrong with this country? You're right. <laughs> he said, Jimmy, he said, I'm not scared of him. I'm not scared of Jimbo. I'll be all right. 